Hello, and welcome to On the Road to Money in the Bank. I'm Christy, and as always, I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we like to talk about WWE pay-per-views and their fallouts on Raw and SmackDown. We're still relatively new to wrestling, (laughs) but it's been a little over a year now since we've been watching regularly. Yeah, just about. So, we're slowly getting the hang of it, I guess. I don't know <laughs> if that's what you'd say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can get the hang of it. Yeah, because as soon as you think you got something figured out, they change it on you. So, mm-hmm. But we're going to get right into it. Money in the bank. There weren't a lot of matches, but there were a lot of matches. I don't know. It was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't an overly long pay-per-view. No. It could have been shorter if they had more matches in the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. But they only had one they in the kickoff. They cut out some other stuff. But. Yeah. Some unnecessary. Because, I don't know, at a certain point, it's like, why are we even having these matches if you're not going <laughs> to... If the promotion's not going to take them seriously. Obviously, the wrestlers take them seriously, but... Yeah. I don't know. Just... We'll get to those. <laughs> but start off with what I thought... I thought it was a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, but it was just a tag team match. Yeah, just a match, yeah. Which, it's a pay-per-view, so I don't even know why you're <laughs> bothering even having it. Right. It was a good match, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but story-wise, just, I don't know, it doesn't really make sense to spend time in a pay-per-view on a non-title match. No. For tag teams, especially one where, like, they just started the quote-unquote feud mm-hmm. it was the current smackdown tag team champions daniel bryan and rowan versus the usos who are supposed to be supposedly on raw which that's been a whole thing since the superstar shake-up apparently now like that doesn't even matter like they had yeah. the superstar shake-up but yeah it doesn't matter because the wild card rule yeah whatever. but now there's a wild card rule so <laughs> Apparently, it's more just like how it was before I was even becoming aware of the current era, where Mm -hmm. like pretty much anybody was on any show, any night. There was no strictly Raw, strictly SmackDown rosters. Yeah. They would just be on, if like they were booked for the night, that's what show they were on. Mm -hmm. So, I guess it's just maybe for others who have been watching longer, back to normal, I guess, is a way to say it. I guess so, yeah. But for me, it's kind of weird and slightly confusing because <laughs> since I've been watching, it's been strictly Raw people, strictly SmackDown people. Yeah. With, with like, occasional, like, run-ins and stuff. With, yeah. I guess most notably the SmackDown women's roster coming in before Survivor Series mm-hmm. and attacking the Raw women. And of course, that's when Becky Lynch got hurt. Or well, one of the times Becky Lynch got hurt. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so... Yeah, this has all been confusing because, yeah, the Usos are supposedly on Raw, but they're wrestling SmackDown tag team that just got created. But it was a good match. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all really good wrestlers, so they put on a good show. Yeah. Trying to see what highlights. Oh, for some reason, the Usos are calling Dion Bryan and Rowan SpongeBob and Patrick, <laughs> which I'm not sure why. I guess small annoying guy and big dumb dumb guy. 
But Rowan's but, not dumb, though. <laughs> no, he's not dumb. And he's not pink. <laughs> Daniel Bryan wore brown bombs like two times. <laughs> but anyway, so at the beginning of the match, I think the crowd was going, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> so they let that go on for a little while before they actually started wrestling. Yeah. But I believe Jimmy and... Daniel Bryan started the match and like Daniel Bryan was like actually like antagonizing the crowd at one point when mm. Rowan was in the ring wrestling like he was like going up to the crowd and like <laughs> yelling at people and stuff and they were like yelling right back <laughs> so he's like legit like antagonizing and this is just the kickoff show yeah so like people are still fresh they haven't been there for hours yet mm-hmm. Ugh. but poor Jay he like got worked over pretty much the whole match I know it's like a lot of their matches Jay is the one that gets worked over. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess he can he can take it. I, don't I, know. I guess. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Why. Maybe he's actually stronger, so <laughs> he has to be the one that gets beat up most yeah. of the time. I don't know. Oh, but one cool moment was Rowan like double suplexed both of the Usos off the top rope. That was mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, another one good one was Jimmy tried to go off the top rope onto Daniel Bryan. <laughs> but he moved out of the way and transitioned in the, into the little bell lock. So mm. that was that was a good sequence. Yeah. Ugh, and then they, like, Usos have to, like, double-team Rowan, like, multiple times, like, flying at him <laughs> outside of the ring, like, doing jumps and stuff. And eventually, I think they eventually knocked him down. <laughs> and then they double-splash Daniel Bryan in the ring and get the pin for the win. So the Usos beat the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, <laughs> but again, that wasn't a championship match. Yeah, it's just a match. It was just a match, so <laughs> I don't know where they'll go from there Yeah. story-wise. I don't know if they'll keep going for the SmackDown titles. I don't know, even though there are plenty of teams on SmackDown. Yeah. So I don't, like, have it, even though they're not... I don't consider them an actual tag team because they made them up, but Shinsuke <laughs> and Rusev, like, haven't seen them in a couple weeks. Where are no. they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if WWE knows either what they're doing. So we'll see. It doesn't seem like it. Not, love the time. Not really. Not <laughs> lately. Now we get to the actual pay-per-view, which I think there was, like, a miscue there because the transition between the pay-per-view, the kickoff show and the pay-per-view was a little confusing because Naomi, because the first match was the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, but Naomi came out before the actual pay-per-view started. Yeah. Like, she had her whole entrance and everything, and then they did their, I guess, what do you call it, a package before they yeah. show before they start the a, a hype package I guess, I guess. before the pay-per-view oh, you're the TV person oh, I'm trying to think well it is a TV show but it's not your <laughs> typical TV show so it's like well, I mean, yeah. total different terminology that I'm still trying to figure out which is why we do wrestling war of the week <laughs> but then they did that and then they went back to Naomi in the ring so that was like a little confusing it's like oh I guess Naomi wasn't <laughs> she wasn't gonna wait She's like, let's get this started. Mm-hmm. But she, her ring gear was super cute. She was, I think they said her gear was inspired by Bumblebee, which was like a Teen Titans character or something. Yeah. Which I don't read Teen Titans, so I'm not super up on that. But I don't know, it was yeah. super cute and looked good. She had wings and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. 
And, of course, we get Carmella, and she's wearing green money gear because there's money in the bank. And she's she's won it twice? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And she had, like, little dollar sign hair clips and everything. So, she was on brand. <laughs> and then we get Nikki Cross, which she wasn't supposed to be in the match. It was supposed to be Alexa Bliss, but then apparently Alexa wasn't medically cleared mm. to wrestle. So, Nikki Cross took her spot. Which, I don't know what's going on with Alexa Bliss, but I hope she gets better. Yeah. Because she has not wrestled regularly since... Oh gosh, was that Hell in a Cell? Uh, I think so, yeah. So it's been like several months yeah. since she's it's been a while. wrestled regularly. Yeah. And when she does, it's usually like a tag team match. Mm-hmm. So, I hope she gets better. And then... Oh, the Nikki Cross... Before she got into the ring, she did walk under one of the ladders, which, you know, is bad luck. Mm-hmm. And I guess because she's crazy, so why not? But they've toned down her crazy, <laughs> which I'm really is almost more unsettling because now when she does promos and stuff, she's like totally calm and <laughs> cool and collected. And it's like almost shy a little. And it's like, yeah. oh, what? <laughs> yeah, what's that's, going on? That's almost more unnerving that she's gone from like crazy to like calm so don't know what they're doing with her they're kind of like pairing her off with alexa bliss yeah not sure why but no. we'll see if they do anything good with that yeah i hope so and then we mandy rose accompanied by sonia deville of course mandy's all in red and gold and i think sonia was just like black and gray and stuff mm-hmm. that's what she's been wearing lately and I don't even know why Sonya was out there. I mean, no, yeah, really, she shouldn't have been out there because nobody <laughs> yeah, else had any friends out there. But we see later why she was out there. Yeah. And then Ember Moon, she has some new ring gear, which I think I saw was like Assassin's Creed inspired, kind of like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I think they said. Mm-hmm. So that was cool new ring gear, and we get Dana Brooke. If she was in blue, black, and silver colors. Of course, we don't get to see Dana Brooke too much, so it's nice no. that she's getting a opportunity to be in a pay-per-view. Yeah. And then we get Natalia, and this time she's in all black. Normally, she's, like, black and pink. Mm-hmm. But this time she was in all black, so I guess she's, like, super serious. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, we get Bailey, and she's got her blue jacket. I think she wore it at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then she's got new ring gear. It was all, like, purples and blues, paisley. A little psychedelic, a little different, but I liked it. Ooh, that was, like, a super good match. I really liked it. Yeah, it was fun, but also scary. Oh, my gosh. Ladder matches are. Oh, my gosh, so terrifying. I was like, (laughs) I hate watching this so much. I was like, I enjoy it, but, uh, (laughs) ugh. Just why? (laughs) Why do we pay people to do this to themselves? <laughs> but I guess I'll just hit some of the highlights of the match. Let's see. While well, everybody else is like going after each other, like Ember Moon like immediately went for a ladder, so she wasn't <laughs> messing around. No. Oh, and, and then Nikki like attacked everybody with this ladder. Oh, the yeah. She's like spinning it around everything. And <laughs> it was basically almost like a vaudeville, like slapstick comedy yeah. at that point, really. Because it's like, why are you walking into this ladder <laughs> that she's spinning around? Yeah. Like, you're not going to stop her. And then, like, Bailey got actually hurt. Like, mm-hmm. she got, like, legitimately stabbed by a ladder. She's yeah. bleeding at one point. 
but she stayed in. And then Carmela got hurt. Not sure mm, if it yeah, was real not sure or not. About that one. It looked convincing. Yeah, it did look convincing because, like, I think like Mandy Rose like knocked and ladder into her knee or something. It was. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. And then, like, Mandy, like, kept trying to go after Carmella, and, like, Carmella was like, get back. Because <laughs> like, Carmella was trying to leave the ring. Yeah. Because there was, like, tons of refs out there, like, checking on them all. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you kind of have to have, because this is it's a super dangerous match. Like, legitimately yeah. dangerous match. To go wrong real fast. Real fast, real easily. And so, Carmella actually ends up leaving to get medical attention. And just like, I don't know, just like the way she said, get back to Mandy Rose mm. made me think like it was real. Yeah. Like, get back, I'll get away. <laughs> but it was probably not. But Carmela did good at selling it, so yeah. kudos to her. Because Tuesday night she seemed doing just fine. So. Yeah, she was running pretty <laughs> pretty quickly Tuesday night. Oh, another another cool part was, I think it was Bailey and Ember Moon were holding up the ladder like ladder straight up like under the briefcase and then like Dana Brooke starts climbing the ladder like it wasn't set up or anything it was pushed together and they were holding it and like she was climbing up to try to get the briefcase so that was, that was pretty cool mm-hmm. oh and then Dana Brooke swung from the briefcase which is like please don't right. like no Ugh, they had like, somebody die doing some stuff like that yeah something like that so, so, so it's like yeah, please not they're making me nervous, and I don't even know these people. I can't imagine how their family members feel watching this match. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know them, and I'm, like, concerned for their well-being. Ugh. Oh, and then Bailey got, I'm going to say, smushed by a ladder. <laughs> but I think it was Natalia and Mandy Rose, because they were, like, closing the ladder on Bailey multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, but a cool part was, I can't remember... Who all was holding ladders, but like four of them were holding ladders, and Naomi jumped across them. Oh, and I wish I can't remember who she like kicked somebody, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a whole really cool sequence. I love Naomi; she's so much fun. And then Carmella eventually comes back out with a wrapped up knee, and but then Sonya Deville, who's been out there the whole time, gets involved and pulls Carmella off the ladder, mm-hmm. and then she like carries Mandy Rose up the ladder legit over her shoulders. It's like dang, Sonya, just get it yourself. Forget Mandy. She's <laughs> right. literally dead weight literally, at this point. Yeah, literally dead weight. Like, get it yourself. It's a no DQ match. Like, <laughs> right. just get it. But dang, she's strong because she carried her up that ladder. Yeah. Anyway, she pushed Mandy Rose to the top. She, like, kind of wakes up, but then Bailey rushes up the other side and, like, knocks him off. And so we got mm. Bailey in the bank. <laughs> so, Yay. Yeah. So Bailey won even with a hole in her body. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. was really cool. Which I kind of thought they might let Bailey win. Yeah. Just like out of all the people. Not that I didn't want other people to win. I just kind of was thinking they'd probably go with Bailey, which I'm yeah. glad because despite what Bailey says being done with hugs she needs to not be done with hugs there's too many poo-poos and the rost on the rosters like honestly they don't have like there's really like no faces anymore not really and even the faces are poo-poos <laughs> yeah so it's like we need more Baileys in wrestling yeah just not just for me but for the kids <laughs> for the kids right but yeah that was a super good match I liked it a lot 
Mm-hmm. But then we get some backstage promo stuff with Sami Zayn, who's super scared of Braun Strowman. I can't imagine why. Yeah. But anyways, he's pretty much stole Braun Strowman's spot in the men's Money in the Bank match. Yeah. And so now he's scared Braun's going to get him. And he's, like, talking to Triple H. And he's like, don't even worry about it. Braun Strowman's, like, banned from the arena, so it's, like, not even a thing. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the United States Championship match, if you can call it a match, <laughs> right. between Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe. Of course, Rey Mysterio, he's in red and green and white, kind of like Christmas, <laughs> but, you know. Mm-hmm. And then his son was there. Yeah. And was not a long match. No. To the point where, again, not as bad as the WrestleMania match, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But to the point where I'm like, why are we even doing this? Yeah. Because, I don't know, there's like a couple moves and... Somehow, Small Joe got, like, a bloody nose, maybe even a broken nose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, like, Ray did, like, a... Was a sitting senton? Yeah. From the top rope onto Joe, which I didn't think it hit his face that hard, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's... Well, not a lot of blood, but there's quite a bit of blood. And the cool moment was Ray reversing a power bomb and pinning for the win, but it wasn't actually a pin because... Samojo's shoulder was up like the whole time, but yeah. somehow the ref didn't see a giant shoulder not being pinned down. <laughs> but anyways, so Ray won his first U.S. title, so now he's a Grand Slam champion. So that's really cool. Like I wanted Ray Mysterio to win, obviously, but that was just not a good match. Because it's weird because both of those wrestlers are way better than that. What they're giving them in the booking Mm -hmm. time-wise so that's what's really confusing is both wrestlers are really good so i don't know why they're not giving them more time yeah that's strange of course like Rey mysterio's son comes out and like they celebrate a little bit because like Mm -hmm. they're all kind of shocked it wasn't actually a pin but anyways and like joe leaves but then like comes back out and attacks Rey mysterio in front of his son yeah and apparently they said i think i heard at one point Rey mysterio's shoulder got dislocated Mm-hmm. in that exchange so that's not cool hopefully that heals up well i mean i don't even know how long that takes because some people depending on how bad it is takes months mm-hmm. so we'll see i hope he feels better soon yeah because that's not cool no, no it's not. But yeah that was again that was not a good match for either one because i know they could both do better so i don't know mm-hmm. I don't know what WWE's thinking right there with those two. No. Totally. Even though they're getting TV time, it's not... They're not being utilized properly. No. And then after that match, we get more backstage stuff with Braun Strowman being there on a rampage looking for <laughs> Sami Zayn because he's he's mad at Sami Zayn for costing him, even though... It was also Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre costing him his opportunity at Money in the Bank, yeah, but... Mostly that. <laughs> mostly them. Mostly them, but he doesn't know that because they knocked yeah. him out. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Braun Strowman on Rampage, doing what he does best. Yeah. That's why I love him. <laughs> and then we get to Steel Cage match between The Miz and Shane McMahon. And Miz, he's wearing his WrestleMania coat, and he actually gave his sunglasses to a fan. Like, yeah. total turnaround for the Miz, <laughs> going full face. Mm-hmm. 
Because he's fighting for the honor of his father now. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was... I just... I noticed that. I noticed. I mm. thought that was sweet. And plus he's a father himself now. So yes. Yeah. Even though... So is Daniel Bryan. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he, they, they both kind of went opposite direction. Yes, they, switched, they did. They switched rules. Yes, they did. <laughs> and... You know, Shane McMahon, you know, wearing, like, this in the world stuff on his uh, yeah. baseball jersey, whatever. <laughs> this isn't baseball, Shane. <laughs> of course, it's a steel cage match, so you can win via pinfall or submission, submission or, or whoever escapes first with both feet on the ground. Both feet have to touch the ground yeah. first, so that's how you win. And, of course, Shane immediately tries to escape. <laughs> yeah. Immediately starts climbing out. But, of course, the Miz pulls him off. And that was like a good match, but not a good match at the same time. I don't know why. I guess because Shane didn't kill himself. Because, like, it's a cage, and (laughs) that's what Shane's known for, is, like, killing himself. He didn't jump off it like he usually does. Yeah. He kind of tumbled off of it at the end, but... So maybe that's why it wasn't a good match, because he didn't try to kill himself. Right. So maybe that's what threw me off. But other than that, it was a good match. Shane tried to go coast to coast to Miz, but Miz catches him. Mm-hmm. And he gets into a figure four leg lock, which Miz apparently needs to train with Charlotte if he's going to start using the figure four <laughs> leg lock, because he can never really get it in yeah. nicely. So he needs to take some lessons from Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. But he's trying. He's trying new stuff. That's mm-hmm. mostly what I've been most impressed about The Miz lately, is he's doing different stuff that I've never seen him do before. Yeah. He's expanding like, his skill set. Yeah. A lot more aerial jumping off the ropes and stuff. Yeah. And, of course, at another point, Shane's, like, trying to crawl out and get out. And, like, Miz has got him by the feet. And somehow Shane's able to reach under the ring and grab a chair. I didn't know he was under that far. But, of course, the camera, we couldn't see. Yeah. Now they had the camera angle. Pretty sure there was a ref down there handing him the chair. I mean, he would have to because he's not that long to, like, because the rings are pretty up high. Yeah. And there's stairs there, too. Yeah, there were stairs, too. Yeah, so, I don't know. But he, like, manages to get a chair in. But then, like, the Miz gets to the chair first. And, of course, then, like, Shane starts apologizing. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, please don't. And, of course, like, then he gets beat with the chair, obviously. Yeah. Ooh, and the Miz even does a skull-crushing finale into the chair. Mm-hmm. So that was really a skull-crushing finale. <laughs> Uh, and the Miz does a pin attempt, but the ref stops counting when Shane gets his foot on the rope. Even though... Even though in a steel cage match, uh, there's rope, no rope breaks. No rope breaks, so he should have kept counting. Yeah, so, like, the whole crowd was like, I'm not going to say what they actually said, but they're like, bull crap, bull crap, bull crap. And it's like, uh, yeah? I was like, yeah, because, like, there are no rope breaks. Yeah. Because he tried to do that before when he was in the, like, leg lock, and he was, like, reaching for the rope and grabbed the rope, but, like, the ref didn't break it, break the submission hold then. Nope. But, like, he broke up the pinfall count, so mm-hmm. it's like, mm. So, yeah, the crowd was definitely, they were pretty mad about that. Yeah. Understand, please. Yeah. Of course, eventually, oh, I guess they do it more than once, they, like get precariously on the top of the cage Mm -hmm. but like the final time Shane's hanging off and like the Miz is like trying to pull him back in 
But Shane slides out of his shirt and like falls onto the ground and both feet hit. So Shane technically wins, even though he got poo-poo beat out of him, basically. Yeah. Which is disappointing. I mean, I figured Shane was going to win because he fell off the top. He was going to fall off the top. I figured he would like legit fall off the top and like land on one of the announce tables or something. Yeah. Because that's what Shane McMahon does. He like kills himself. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was going to be like that. So I guess that's another reason why I was like slightly disappointed because he just slid out of his shirt and slid onto the floor. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. It was lame. Yeah. And The Miz still doesn't have satisfaction. After like three pay-per-views, The Miz still doesn't have satisfaction. (laughs) Yeah. And now they're like, oh, we're moving on. It's like, uh, no. Like, do you not understand how wrestling storytelling is supposed to work? There's supposed to be satisfaction at some point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I guess that's another reason why I'm not happy with that. Because, like, I demand satisfaction. So someday The Miz will get his satisfaction, I hope. Hope. Uh, But then they announced that Mick Foley was going to make an announcement about a new title mm-hmm. on Raw, which I have mixed feelings on that title, but we'll get to that when we get to <laughs> Raw. Yeah. And then we get more backstage stuff, and this is actually kind of creepy, scary, a little. Triple H finds Sammy strung up, upside down, backstage. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of strung up, like you'd string up a fish you know getting a fish or something <laughs> it's like what <laughs> yeah what is happening and of course he like shoes off the cameras and he's like get out of here mm-hmm. and it's like um i'm sorry what is happening so that was a little extreme yeah very extreme especially for like money that's like money in the bank it's not like hell in a cell or extreme <laughs> rules or something yeah it's like it's just money in the bank let's calm down people right. and then we get to the cruiserweight championship match which i'm surprised this wasn't in the kickoff show because mm-hmm. normally these cruiserweight matches are in the kickoff show yeah usually yeah so i was a little surprised it was pretty much in the middle of the pay-per-view mm-hmm. and it was tony nice versus davari which i'm again like i've said in previous episodes don't really watch 205 live so i'm not familiar with many or at all any of these wrestlers mm-hmm but I mean, it was a good, it was a good match, good solid match. Uh, Davari drove in in a car for mm-hmm. his entrance, which again, it's like, uh, this is money in the bank, right? Like we had WrestleMania was last month. And why are you coming <laughs> in, in a car? Right. So that was different. Um, I guess some highlights were Tony Nice's face gets like raked across the ropes, like all the way across like one side. Nice did a cartwheel on the apron. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There weren't like too many highlights. It was just like a, it was a solid match. It wasn't, yeah, solid. But yeah, not a lot of big moments really. Mm-hmm. Just kind of solid grappling mostly, which is like surprising for like a cruiserweight match. There yeah. wasn't like a lot of high flying stuff. Mm-hmm. But Tony Nice gets in a running Nice. <laughs> And then he pins for the win, so Nice retained. He won at WrestleMania. Yeah, he won at WrestleMania, the championship at WrestleMania. And mm-hmm. so he retained at Money in the Bank. And then we get to more backstage drama. Triple H finds Braun Strowman. 
He's like, I know what you're doing, but it's not work. It's not gonna work. Like you're not gonna be in the match, and now Sami Zayn's not gonna be in the match because he's getting taken to a hospital. And Braun's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever, because Triple H is like, you know, like your band leave, and Braun's like, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. But he's he's like, legit like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, ah. plus like that's not his mo to like string people up. He just beats people up and throws them in. Dumpsters, <laughs> dumpsters and, and porta potties and stuff. So it's like stringing somebody up is not his style. So no, yeah, and I don't think we ever know what. We won't really get an explanation for that about who mm, did that. Probably, but we can assume it's some a certain person that we'll get to when we get to. Yeah, I think we're supposed to assume it's the certain person. Yeah. Oh, let's just Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. I don't know why we're being weird. Like, it's Brock Lesnar. Like, there's no kayfabe here. Anyway, then we get to Becky Two Belts portion of the night. Good large portion of the night for Becky Two Belts. Mm-hmm. And we start with the Raw Women's Championship match between Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch. Lacey Evans was very extra for Money in the Bank. She had, like, a green sequin outfit and gold money guns like shooting out money with her face on it yeah so that was fun and then she even had a picture of her punching becky on her boots and then of course becky's just in her black and yellow mm-hmm. outfit and of course crowds chanting becky two belts because she was becky two belts at mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. that was a good match i enjoyed that match yeah. Like, Lacey Evans did good. Becky, you know, is always good. I'm, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just really impressed with Lacey Evans because she just came up from NXT. Yeah. Just, like, a couple of months ago. And, obviously, for a long time, she didn't get to do much. Mm-hmm. But now that they're letting her do stuff, I'm just impressed. Promos, wrestling, gimmick. Like, I'm impressed. She's doing really well. Mm-hmm. But some of the highlights from that match... uh it really gross. Her handkerchief thing kind of grosses me out because <laughs> the places she pulls it out from, it's like, that's not sanitary. No, like that, Biggie and his pancake. Yes. It's like, that's not, that's not a clean spot to keep that. But she, like, pulls out her handkerchief and, like, wipes her brow and then, like, puts it in Becky's mouth. And it's like, ew. Nasty. <laughs> and then she, like, grabs Becky by the braid. And she even had Becky pinned. But for some reason, the ref never counted. So that was kind of weird. The refs were really off at Money in the Bank. I don't know what was going with the refs, but they were, like, super off that night. But eventually, Becky, like, reverses that into an arm bar and Lacey taps, which I guess is why the ref didn't count, because Mm -hmm. it was supposed to get reversed. But either way, it's like he at least started a count. Pretend to count. Like, Like, pretend to do your job, right? (laughs) That'd be great. But yeah, Lacey tapped, so Becky won. But that was a good match. I think both did really well. Yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, right after Becky wins that, apparently it was supposedly it was supposed to happen later in the night, <laughs> but Charlotte Flair just decides to, like, come out, and she's, like, prancing down the entryway, like, come on, let's go, Becky, I'm ready. But supposedly that match wasn't supposed to take place immediately after. Apparently it was supposed to be later, but right. we know, like, mm-hmm. no. But anyway, like, Charlotte just comes prancing out with a huge smile on her face. <laughs> she's like, let's go, I'm gonna wrestle right now. And so, 
Then we had the SmackDown women's title match with Charlotte versus Becky. Now Charlotte's in her like, I guess tan is the right color word? Peach tan? Yeah. For Charlotte's outfits? Yeah. And then blue detailing? Yeah. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite one of hers. No. But anyways, again, this one it wasn't. I guess neither one were like super long, but I think this one was shorter than the Lacey Evans match. Mm-hmm. But at one point, Charlotte tried to do a natural selection on the apron, but like Becky held on, and so Charlotte hit her back on the apron, and then eventually Lacey ran out and punches Becky while the ref's counting out Charlotte because Charlotte was like outside of the ring so the ref was counting her out. Yeah. And then that's when Lacey Evans comes out and gives her woman's right to Becky. (laughs) And so Charlotte tries to take advantage. Then Becky still almost pins Charlotte anyways after that. But then Charlotte gives a big boot to Becky and pins her for the win. So we get Charlotte nine reigns. (laughs) But then... During Charlotte's little celebration, Becky starts attacking Lacey because she's mad because Lacey cost her her two belts. But then Charlotte helps Lacey attack Becky. And so, like, they're beating up on Becky. But then Bailey runs out maybe to help Becky. Not totally positive on that. (laughs) But then she gets attacked. And so, I guess, I'm not sure where... Actually, I'm not sure where Becky and Lacey went. I guess they rolled off to the side I don't know yeah they got out of the way cause then Bailey's just laying out in the ring and Charlotte was gonna leave but then she gets cocky and goes after Bailey again but then Bailey gets Charlotte and not, kinda knocks her out and then like you know Bailey's got her little briefcase and she's like mm. and then she cashes in <laughs> and even though she didn't have to because Charlotte was already laid out she climbs yeah. to the top rope and does an elbow drop and pins Charlotte for the win even though it wasn't like a super match because like Charlotte was already laid out yeah and so now Bailey's the Smackdown Women's Champion now she's like the first Women's Grand Slam Champion because mm-hmm. she got the NXT Women's Championship Raw Women's Championship Women's Tag Team Titles and now Smackdown Women's Title so yeah. Bailey's Grand Slam Champ yeah <laughs> so that was super exciting yeah the one observation I had because you know the crowd was upset that Becky lost to Charlotte but then they were super happy that Bailey was the new champion (laughs) so I was like man the crowd is so fickle and I was like no (laughs) Daniel Bryan was right all along no we're so fickle the WWE universe is fickle no (laughs) why did we prove him right (laughs) oh no so, way to go, WWE Universe. You proved the new Daniel Bryan right. Way to go. Fickle. 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 But I am excited Bailey won. Yeah. You know, I kind of figured that the belt Becky was going to lose was going to be the SmackDown title. Yeah. Because even though Lacey Evans is doing, like, super awesome right now, mm-hmm. she's still too new for me to think that they would let her be a champion yet. Yeah. And it's Charlotte Flair. Despite what people say, like, story-wise, yes, she doesn't deserve it. Like, kayfabe was, she doesn't deserve it. But Charlotte Flair is just, like, an amazing, talented 
wrestler promos in ring ability just she's amazing and she yes she does deserve it so <laughs> sorry sorry not sorry yeah i'm not sorry i'm standing by my opinion of charlotte flair she's amazing <laughs> so i was like yeah if becky loses a belt it's gonna be SmackDown, mm-hmm. which was true but then you know bailey comes and cashes in so i'm totally mm-hmm. fine with that because that's what the money that makes there for to cash in so yeah. mm-hmm and that's Bailey, so that's super exciting for Bailey. But just don't stop hugging Bailey. Don't stop hugging. <laughs> uh, and then apparently the next match was supposed to be Elias versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And we see Roman Reigns walking to the ring, but then there's like Elias creep creep in behind him with a guitar <laughs> and like smacks Roman with a guitar from behind. Which apparently Elias has a super fancy jacket now with fringe and stuff. Because usually he just wears kimonos, but now he's got a fancy jacket. Yeah. guess being on the side of the McMahons is paying off, literally. Oh, uh, yeah. But then Elias, he goes to the ring and starts performing, and he, like, badmouths everybody like usual, Hartford mm-hmm. and stuff, and he does a little song. Of course, Elias does his performance, and he's leaving, and then Roman Reigns runs out and Superman punches him. And he, like, drags him to the ring. And the ref finally gets the bell rung. And Roman spears Elias and pins for the win. So Roman Reigns wins, which Mm -hmm. wouldn't have expected any different. But super short, non-existent match, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Which makes me, again, like, why did we even have this? Other than being able to say that Roman Reigns had a match at a pay-per-view. Yeah. Which... He wasn't looking very good. No. Which I'm hoping is just because he was exhausted from their insane tour in Europe. Mm-hmm. Because they got no break in between. They like had a live show on Friday, flew back into the States Saturday, and then had a pay-per-view on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping he was just exhausted from that. And that's why. Because they need to take care of him because he still is sick. And I just hope they... Hope he doesn't spread himself too thin, and I hope the WWE doesn't either. So, I hope he takes care of himself. Mm -hmm. And then after that match, we get to the Universal Championship match between AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. And they were both wearing the WrestleMania gear, Mm -hmm. and both of their gear was like black and gold, so they were kind of matching. It was a good match. I just wish AJ had won. Yeah. <laughs> There's some really good moments, some really good sequences. AJ tried to do a Styles Clash on the ring apron, which I'm glad didn't work, because that would have been bad for both of them, probably. Yeah. Uh, Seth got in, like, two suicide dives. There's, like, a series of, like, roll-up reversals pinning each other. AJ did, like, a torture rack and then a rap bomb, which I don't normally see him do, so that was kind of cool to see him do something different. Oh, and then AJ catches Seth in a stomp and he reversed into a style clash. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. I loved that. Yeah, but then that somehow awesome. Seth kicked out. I was like, dang, yeah. it. that would have been the thing to end on. But, right. Ugh. And of course, then Seth dodges a phenomenal forearm and he does like a pretty cool... I guess you call it a cool sequence, I guess. <laughs> and stomps AJ. And so Seth pins and gets the win. So he retains. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Boo. 
like, I want to be upset, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, considering Brock Lesnar won Money in the Bank. Right. So now I don't have to watch AJ wrestle Brock Lesnar yeah. again, so that's fine. Let Seth do it. I don't want to watch AJ get beat up. Yeah. Then, like, while Seth's celebrating, AJ, like, comes back into the ring and, like, shakes hands because they're good sports. Because mm. I guess they're supposed to both be faces, I guess. Even though Seth's a cheater. Yeah. I guess he's a face. I guess faces cheat now. Apparently. Because they keep ignoring that part when they go back to him beating Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. When they do those little packages. They always leave that part out where it is a low blow. Yep. But I know. I watched it. <laughs> there was a low blow. But it was kind of weird, though, because then they started playing AJ's music as AJ mm-hmm. was leaving. After yeah. the, even though, like, Seth was on at once. I was like, <laughs> why are they playing AJ's music? <laughs> So that was a little confusing. But then, like, they obviously start playing sets again. Yeah. And then we get a backstage interview with The New Day. Kind of talking about how Kevin Owens is, like, insinuating that the only reason Kofi's a WWE champion is because of The New Day. Mm-hmm. And Kofi's like, yeah, I did get this because of The New Day. Like, <laughs> they support me. Like, they're there for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, of course, like, Xavier's like, you know, you earned this, though, Kofi. Like, you got this. You earned it yourself. So, yeah, that was just a short little interview. And then we get, like, a six-man tag team match, supposedly, which was not on the billing whatsoever. Yeah, we know why. Like, the Lucha House Party comes out, which is like, okay, cool, I love the Lucha House Party. Fun. Yeah. And we never find out who the other three are supposed to be. No. Because Dumbler Sullivan comes out and, like, attacks them. But then somehow he starts bleeding from the top of his head. Which, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but no. their goal is to make him look big and tough and monster, but that doesn't work when your monster starts bleeding, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. For no apparent reason. And he's gotten, like, some heat for stuff he said before he got to WWE. Apparently he made some very rude and hateful comments online, and mm-hmm. so I don't know why they're even pushing him now, because, like, that stuff just, like, just resurfaced. Yeah. So... Anyways, I don't know what's going on there. I don't even know why they included that. That was really dumb for a pay-per-view. Yeah. And then we get to the WWE Championship match between Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston. And, of course, Kofi's got a green vest and got green, yellow, and black. New green gear. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of go with Money in the Bank. Yeah. Kevin Owens is just in Kevin Owens stuff. <laughs> All yeah. black. T-shirt. Wearing his little merch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was a good match. A little weird, strange part at the end with Kofi's shoes, but other than that, it was a really good, solid match. Yeah. At one point, Kofi jumped off the steps onto Kevin, and then he did a double axe handle from the top rope to the floor to Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Oh, and but then, like, Kevin did a splash off the apron onto Kofi onto the floor, I was like, oh my, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> and then Kevin kicked Kofi out of the air. Somehow Kofi did an SOS to Kevin Owens. <laughs> but like Kevin Owens kicked out. And it's like every now and then like Kevin Owens really surprises you. You're like, Kevin Owens can't move that way. Yeah. And then like he does. I'm just like, what? How did he do that? <laughs> So, because I was like, Kofi won't be able to do an SOS to Kevin Owens. And then he did. I was like, what? <laughs> How? How? 
Oh, but Kevin, he's he's a really good heel because he like talks in the ring, which yeah. like I don't know. I I enjoy like when people get vocal in the ring. Yeah, it makes it more interesting and I guess I guess more like storytelling and natural. Other than I mean, I guess it makes it feel more natural because like when they're not talking, then it seems more like they're like so focused on like okay, I gotta do this next, I gotta do that next. Like it's a choreographed thing, and they're yeah. more focused on that than story which is fine i want them to focus and be safe obviously but they're also telling the story you're right so i do like kevin he's a good heel because he'll stop and yell at the crowd he's mm-hmm. like stop clapping like it, <laughs> yelling at the crowd and stuff so i appreciate that mm-hmm. eventually kofi gets into trouble in paradise but like after he gets it in kevin rolls out of the ring he eventually gets back in the ring and he like rips off kofi's shoes mm-hmm don't know why super strange <laughs> tactic i don't know what he was thinking there no and then like kevin tries to go off the top rope to do a splash on a kofi but like kofi gets his knees up which is mm-hmm. like oh why that's painful to both <laughs> both persons then he gets another trouble in paradise with no shoes on <laughs> and pins kevin owens so kofi is still your wwe champion yay <laughs> And of course, Xavier Woods comes out and helps celebrate. Of course. Of course. So yeah, that was a good match. And yeah. I'm glad they're letting Kofi keep the championship this long. Yeah, me too. He's a good champion. Yeah. I feel like it's been a while since they've had a legit face have the title. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know AJ right now is technically a face, but he's kind of like a tough guy face I guess he's not like yeah he's not a baby face yeah and Kofi's just like you know new day power positivity pancakes like right good good champion so I'm glad they're I'm glad he still got still has it and then we get to the finale of the night <laughs> the men's money in the bank ladder match mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, that I'm sorry. Just ugh. <laughs> again, why do we pay people to do this to themselves? <laughs> Who's the real monster? We are. <laughs> <laughs> but this match had Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor, who was in a dark blue, so that was a little different because he'd been more in bright blue. I guess because he's on SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. Then we get Ricochet who was wearing that dang wing jacket again, <laughs> which I hate that jacket. Thankfully, he took it off before he got to the ring. Yeah. But like, I just I don't like that jacket. <laughs> and he had like black and gold bottoms, and we got Andrade who was also wearing dark blue. Yeah. Which I'm like, I thought Finn and him were having a rivalry. Why are they matching like <laughs> twins right now? Okay. We got Ali, who was in red and black, mm-hmm. which apparently he's just Ali now, not Mustafa Ali, and Andrade's just Andrade, not Andrade Almas. Yeah, it was Almas, wasn't it? Andrade C and Almas. Yeah, so it's like, why, why are we just <laughs> dropping people's names now? Right. Oh, he did, Ali did tweet something, because they had a match on Sp- Andrade and him had a match on Smack this past SmackDown. Yeah. And he tweeted a thing. He's like, winner gets to have two names or something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was super funny. Winner gets their second name back. Yeah. 
And then, of course, Drew McIntyre wearing his normal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Randy Orton being Randy Orton. <laughs> and then supposedly no eighth person. Right. Because no Braun Strowman. Sami Zayn's at the hospital. And apparently out of the h- literally hundreds of wrestlers they have, they couldn't find an eighth. Mm-hmm. But we know why. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. But he didn't come out till the very end. Of course, you know, match starts and like they all start, you know, brawling, going after each other. Randy Orton leaves the ring immediately and he kind of just like <laughs> stalks around, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. Because he's the apex predator, so I guess he stalks his prey. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up putting all the tiny people quote-unquote tiny people into one of the announce tables he was like ali and then finn and then ricochet like all into the main announce table of course it doesn't break mm-hmm. but like they all get thrown into it and then one kind of funny part was like andrade used a ladder to poke finn off the main ladder because <laughs> finn was like going for the briefcase mm-hmm. and he like kind of pokes him off but then he like puts the ladder on the rope and the other ladder so it's kind of like a platform kind of yeah and then proceeds to sunset power bomb finn into the other ladder (laughs) technically twice because finn went into the ladder once bounced off and then fell back onto the ladder (laughs) so despite everybody like getting beat up a little bit i feel like finn got the worst of it out of everybody Mm mm-hmm because, yeah, other people kind of, you know, they went through ladders and stuff, but I can't even count the number of times Fenton went into a ladder. Yeah. It was at least five off the top of my head <laughs> that I can think of. So, needless to say, Fenton did not wrestle Tuesday night. No. Nor should he have. No. And then Baron Corbin chokeslammed Ali through the Spanish announce table. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here's the other times Finn went through a ladder. Uh, he put Finn into a ladder, and then McIntyre suplexed Finn into a ladder, and then he put Andrade into Finn on top of the ladder. So that's just a few of the examples. And McIntyre actually put Ricochet through a ladder. Like, that one actually bent. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton RKO drew off of the main ladder in the middle, and then Last Man Standing was eventually, well, quote-unquote standing, Last Man Crawling was Ali, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he gets to the top, and then we hear the dreaded music of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. But, to be fair, he actually ran. Yeah, he did actually run he out actually there. He actually ran and knocked poor Ali off the top. Mm-hmm. And he was literally at the top. He should have just grabbed it. Like, honestly, like, yeah. riding be writing to the wind like just you <laughs> grab that briefcase forget what they want for Brock Lesnar you get yours right. you get yours Ollie <laughs> forget Brock Lesnar but anyways Ollie went by the script mm-hmm. and got knocked off the from the very top of the ladder onto a rope I think he might have busted his mouth because I think there was blood later yeah. oh but not only did he hurt Ollie he hurt like the camera crew because like there's a ladder like still set up outside of the ring that mm-hmm. he like shoved into the cam one of the camera crews and so they're dead somewhere I don't know <laughs> poor camera people rest in peace 
So there were a lot of victims that night from Rock Lesnar. I hope he did get fined for that, though. I really, like, legitimately, I hope he got repercussions for that because, you know, they're people too. Yeah. Like, they're just as important as you. Yeah. Like, you don't matter if you're not on camera. So they're, you need people to put you on camera. So, yeah. Don't be hurting them. Anyway, so poor camera crew, poor Ali, poor everybody. Yeah. Poor everybody. Poor everybody, because we got a beast in the bank <laughs> who thinks the briefcase is a boombox, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even know. He's... I did see uh, Big E tweeted, I was like, I dig in carrying it like a boombox or something. He's like, <laughs> he's, I respect that. He's such a dork. Like, <laughs> honestly, I think Brock Lesnar is probably the biggest dork in that company and that's why he has to have Paul Heyman speak for him yeah because he's a giant dork yeah he's a big beefy dork yeah that needs somebody to talk for him because otherwise you get him acting like a briefcase is a boombox <laughs> so yep that was the end of Money in the Bank yeah another yes, it was another pay-per-view abruptly but Energy, energy sucked out at the end by Brock Lesnar. You know, like, that wasn't, honestly... It wasn't as bad as Hell in the Cell. No. No. Because it is, like, a no-DQ match, so not, anything can happen right. for that so one. It's like, so it's well, like... Oh, yeah. It's okay. like, I want to be mad, but at the same time, I'm kind of interested that they're having him do money and, like, get the briefcase. Yeah, even actually, bother getting the briefcase. Because right. usually they just, he would just get an opportunity. Yeah, like, he would just demand an opportunity. And, and they would give it to him. They would him. give he it would to him it. eventually. Like, it might take a month or two, but. He would get it. He yeah. would get it, so. I'm yeah, actually intrigued true, that he's really. actually kind of playing by Going the rules. Going through the par- proper channels. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> so. For Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so I'm actually kind of intrigued by that. Yeah. But yeah, I still think Ali should have just. <laughs> Caution to the wind, grab that briefcase. Yeah. And let WWE figure it out from there. <laughs> <laughs> but enough how we felt about the pay-per-view. It's time to see how you felt about Money in the Bank. Because it's time to smack down your vote. Thanks, John Cena. <laughs> so, as we've been doing with the past couple of pay-per-views, I've been tweeting out polls to see what the WWE Universe thinks about the matches and what their favorite matches were. And this time, because there were technically 12 matches, technically, technically, I had to do three separate tweets because Twitter only lets me have four options in a poll, which Mm -hmm. is kind of lame, but I get it, I guess, because most polls don't need that many options. (laughs) But that's... Thanks, WWE, for that. So our first tweet was Brian and Rowan versus the Usos, Women's Money in the Bank, U.S. Championship match, and The Miz versus Shane McMahon. And the winner out of that poll was, not too big of a surprise, Women's Money in the Bank match at 67%. Mm-hmm. U.S. Championship match was 8%. The Miz versus Shane McMahon was 25%. And so this is... Surprising to me, Brian and Rowan versus the Usos was at 0%. Yeah. Which I thought that was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably because it's on the kickoff show, so... Probably. Even though that's the free... Like, kickoff show is actually free to watch, so actually, in theory, more people should have been watching that one than yeah. the rest of the pay-per-view. Think, but, yeah. but... So that was surprising to me. 
out of those four, I would have given the U.S. Championship match a zero. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm glad Ray won. Yeah. But the actual, like, content of the match was not good. No. So that one surprised me. Mm-hmm. The next poll was Nice versus Davari in the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Becky versus Lacey Evans, Raw Women's Championship. Elias versus Roman Reigns. And then Charlotte versus Becky for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And this one won at 43% Nice versus Davari, which is super surprising mm-hmm. for me. I mean, it was a decent match, but I mean, you got like Roman Reigns as an option, Becky Lynch as an option. Mm-hmm. Really big hitters for the main roster. So that's, I guess that's good for the cruiserweights at 43%. But like Becky versus Lacey was at 29%. Elias and Roman was at 14 And Charlotte and Becky was at 14 mm-hmm. So that one really surprised me because I like, out of those four options, I probably like the women's matches more. Mm-hmm. Definitely probably Becky and Lacey Evans more than Charlotte and Becky just because that one wasn't super long. Yeah. It didn't have a lot of content. And then the final poll was Bailey versus Charlotte, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins, Kofi versus Kevin Owens, and then the men's Money in the Bank match. Which out of that one, men's Money in the Bank match won at 50%. Then we got AJ Styles versus Rollins at 25%, Bailey versus Charlotte at 17 and Kofi versus Kevin Owens at 8%. I'm a little surprised it wasn't more even, but I guess the men's Money in the Bank was more exciting just because of the yeah. carnage yeah but overall women's money in the bank got higher than everybody else at 67 percent. so mm-hmm. get it ladies <laughs> but yeah thank you again so much for voting and it's always nice to see whatever other people think of the pay-per-views yep mm-hmm. and now we're gonna move on to monday night raw so there wasn't like a super a lot of fall out from Money in the Bank. No. I mean, of course, we get Rock Lesnar at the beginning of the show and I guess because of the wild card rule, or that's what they're saying, he could go after Seth Rollins in the Universal title. He could go after Kofi and the WWE Heavyweight title. We mm. don't know which one. He hasn't decided yet, which is fine. That's the whole mystery of Money in the Bank. You can <laughs> cash in whenever. Right. You don't have to tell us. That's okay. That's what makes it special. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was pretty much the whole beginning of the show. It was just like, will he cash in tonight? We don't know. It's like, it's not a pay-per-view, so no, he's not going <laughs> to cash it. No. And then we get Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. Because Braun Strowman's still mad at Sami Zayn. Yeah, of course. Apparently, Sami Zayn had a hurt rib from the night before mm-hmm. by whoever attacked him. Still don't know. No. But Strowman kind of chases him around the r- arena and eventually gets him back into the ring and, you know, pins him and wins. And Lucha House Party tried to attack Lars Sullivan because Lars Sullivan was supposed to have an in-ring interview, but then they came out. And attacked him, so that was a thing. Wish they wouldn't hurt Lucha House Party because I like them and they're fun. So yeah, I don't. Again, I don't know what they're doing with Lars Sullivan. I don't know what they're going with there. Yeah. Apparently, Cesaro challenged Ricochet to a match, 
even though like you know ricochet did get set through a ladder just the night before mm-hmm. so it was a good match like i feel like cesaro's like wrestling differently since he's not with sheamus anymore mm-hmm. i guess being a singles competitor he's wrestling slightly different and not different i guess but like using moves that he hasn't been using for a while i guess yeah but i don't know where they're going with cesaro with this but it's reminding you how good of an in-ring competitor he is like cesaro's really good Mm -hmm. like cesaro's amazing so i'm not sure where they're going with cesaro but as long as i get to keep watching him wrestle (laughs) like i'm okay with it yeah even like they changed his entrance music and it's not even like what he had before he was with Seamus. Yeah, I don't know. It's like something different now. I'm like, can we go back to him like ripping off the suit? Like, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. But I guess that's just me. And apparently Shane announces he's done with the Miz now, and now he's kind of moving on to Roman Reigns, even though he's kind of been having a thing with Roman. Because what kind of a man would punch another man's father? Like, <laughs> how dare Roman punch Vince McMahon? He's a national treasure. No, he's not. <laughs> no. He's a businessman. Anyways, so apparently they're going to have a match at Super Showdown between Roman and Shane. And now apparently Drew McIntyre, Shane McMahon's flunky. Don't know why. No. See, that's why I was kind of thought they were going to let one money in the bank was Drew McIntyre. Because they've kind of been pushing him. And yeah. so I was like, oh, this is his chance to go for it. But no, just back to the same old story of Brock Lesnar. Mm. So, I don't know. I kind of feel sorry for Drew McIntyre. And the rival finally got their kind of revenge on the Usos because the Usos have been like messing with them for the past Mm. couple weeks but the Revival beat them because the Revival's really good but so was the Usos but that was a good match that was a super good match to watch that was really good oh finally get to see the Iconics again I mean they interrupted a moment of bliss but (laughs) I haven't seen them in a while so that was cool Mm. because apparently Alexa's taking Nikki Cross under her wing and they were interviewing Becky One Belt now. <laughs> and then, of course, Lacey Evans also came out. And so that turned into a whole six-woman tag team match, which was good. Yeah. It was a good match. Of course, like, Alexa didn't even wrestle because don't know what exactly is wrong with her. I think I read somewhere it might have been a concussion. So I hope she gets better soon. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest news of the night for Raw, which at first I was kind of upset about, but now I'm kind of growing on me just because of all the silliness that's come of it. (laughs) Uh, Mick Foley introduced the 24-7 championship, which is like a super ugly belt. (laughs) Yeah, it looks bad. Looks bad, but apparently it's a title that can be defended anywhere, 24-7, falls count anywhere, as long as there is a referee present. Mm -hmm. And we've already had three champions <laughs> the initial champion was titus o'neill which we haven't seen titus in a while so that was cool and then we got robert rude who <laughs> held on to it for maybe 30 minutes yeah and then now we got our truth who has had it for almost 48 hours now by the time we're recording this yeah so good on our truth with the help of carmella he's held on to it this long but mm-hmm. so I was kind of mad because I was like, that's really lame and dumb. But some of the 
superstars and managers and stuff have really latched onto it and have been doing some really funny social media stuff. Like Drake Maverick from 205 Live. I guess he's he's the general manager there, yeah. right? He's been like handing out flyers like have you seen our truth and stuff and I don't know it's been pretty funny um social media stuff so I'm okay with it now we'll see where it goes from here yeah but as of right now they've appeased at least the superstars themselves have appeased me <laughs> and then poor Miz had to wrestle Drew McIntyre because the Miz is like Shane you may be done with me but I'm not done with you mm-hmm and so Drew McIntyre inserted himself into that and poor Miz had to wrestle him but then Roman had to kind of come out and save the Miz after Shane McMahon attacked him and then for some reason Seth and Kofi had a tag team match against Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley don't know why but that was like <laughs> the main event which was like fine it was a good match mm-hmm. and then of course after the end Brock Lesnar comes out again like, oh, will he cash in? Won't he? It's like, no, he's not going to. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the biggest thing out of Raw. Now, move on to SmackDown, which, again, not too much went on at SmackDown either. I guess Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are kind of friends again. Now, they're both back. Mm-hmm. But probably the biggest news is that Big E's back. Big E's been gone for several weeks because of injury. And they had, like, a tried to have a little welcome back party. Of course, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had to interrupt that. And then Ali and Andrade had a match, and Ali won. I don't, I don't know why they had a match, other than maybe because Finn was injured. I don't know, because Finn and Andrade have been having a thing. Yeah. And they're supposed to have a match at Super Showdown, but Finn was injured. So I guess that's maybe why Ali and Andrade had a match. But it was a good match. They're both really good. Mm-hmm. And then Carmella and Minnie Rose had a match, which didn't really end because our truth was our truth was out there hiding <laughs> as the twenty four seven champion. Of course, everybody knows where he is, and so they find him and they start chasing him out. And like Carmella's helping him, and it was funny because she was riding piggyback as they were right out of this arena. So that was really funny. And then Kofi had a match against Sami Zayn, which, of course, he beat. That was a pretty decent match. It wasn't super long. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Paul Heyman comes out with the briefcase, but it's just Paul Heyman. Yeah. But then, from behind, not Brock Lesnar, it's Dolph Ziggler, who we haven't <laughs> seen in months. Yeah. At first, I was like, yay, Dolph Ziggler's back. Awesome. But then he kept beating up Kofi, <laughs> and he didn't stop. And I was like, why is he not stopping? <laughs> he got a chair out, and it was... A little too violent, a little too much. Mm. Like, to where, like, they got a stretcher out and tried to roll Kofi out, but Kofi was stubborn and got up and walked out, yeah. or stumbled out more mm-hmm. correctly, and so that was the whole thing. So, I guess two big things happened. Biggie's back, and Dolph Ziggler's back. Yeah. And apparently, Dolph Ziggler, for some reason, I don't know, apparently he was taking acting lessons while he was gone, <laughs> because he was getting very dramatic, and... Yeah, he do. I thought he was doing good. He do the Oscar performance. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it should have been me. Like this happened to Kofi, and it should have been me. <laughs> and Super Showdown. I'm gonna beat Kofi, so you love me and respect me. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Like I already liked you, like, cause you're. I mean, you're a good heel. Right. I don't know. He kind of had like a glazed look in his eye, like that 
for a little bit, he had like a Randy Orton look in his eye. It's like, is he possessed by Randy Orton <laughs> right now? What's happening? So, yeah, that's a whole, I don't know what's going on with Dolph Ziggler. So that'll be interesting. And for some reason, we had a women's tag team match between Becky Lynch and Bailey versus Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. So two champs versus two wannabe champs. <laughs> That was a good match. Yeah. I don't know. Becky is being, like, super weird towards Bailey, Because, like, mm-hmm. I guess because Bailey has her belt, I guess. Yeah. What ba- Becky thinks. But, like, Bailey's just, like, trying to be helpful and stuff. And Becky's just being rude. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, Becky, calm down. Talking about still going after the belt. And it's like, let's not. Like, that was fun once, but, like, let's not do that. Yeah. Like, there are so few women's belts. Let's not have one person have them all. <laughs> right. But of course, Becky and Bailey beat Charlotte and Lacey Evans. And then we get Roman Reigns versus Elias again, which this match lasted longer, so I guess Roman was feeling better. Yeah. Of course, Roman beats Elias, but then Shane McMahon like, gets involved with stuff, but then like Drew McIntyre pops up out of nowhere <laughs> to like beat up Roman. It's like, okay, sure. So yeah, that was in a SmackDown. So yeah, nothing major. Other than Biggie coming back and Dolph Ziggler coming back. Those were, like, the biggest things. Yeah. They posted a video later about Finn saying how he wasn't medically cleared to wrestle on Tuesday. But then, like, it abruptly ended, like, because he, like, can we just do this later? I don't want to do... Because, like, the way he was talking, and he's like, maybe I should just... And he's like, you know what? I don't want to do this right now. Are you trying to, like, quit on us? Like, what are you doing? Like, stop it. Don't even don't even pretend to act like you're retiring right now. Yeah. It's like, boy, calm down. You're still an continental champion. Like, <laughs> you ain't got nothing. Yeah. So I want you to know what you're doing right now. Right. So, yep, that was the main thing from SmackDown was dramatic Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah. and... Drama bomb Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah, and, but, like, Big E got attacked by Kevin Owens backstage. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that, too. Yeah. Or at least... That's what he was saying. It was Owens, Owens. Like, we didn't see it, but... Right. That's what... Owens, that's what Big E said, so... Yeah. Oh, and that sound means it's time for our Wrestling Word of the Week. This week's Wrestling Word of the Week is promo. Promo. An in-character interview or monologue often includes either an in-ring interview or, on television, a skit by wrestlers and other performers to advance a storyline or feud. The act of performing a promo is referred to as cutting, as in cutting a promo, when the promo is aimed at a specific opponent, which can be an individual, tag team, stable, or faction, it is said to be cut on the target. So, Wrestling War of the Week, promo. So yeah, I just want to do promo this week because I feel like that's a word I've used a lot in past episodes, but haven't really said what it was. (laughs) Yeah. And most of the stuff they do is promos. Really? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. If they're not in a match, they're cutting promos. Yeah, basically anything not like in the ring, like any... Yeah. Anything that's not a match, basically. Yeah, because even stuff in the ring is still promos. But yeah, anything that's not a match pretty much is a, it's a promo. So yeah, that's pretty much why I wanted to do it this week, because we use it a lot, but yeah. haven't really said. Yeah, some of those uh, pretty standard, basic uh, wrestling terms that is used all the time. So yeah, it's good to, good to know what it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I apologize this week. I'm like sick <laughs> and 
my throat is like slowly constricting on me. So if I sound choked up at times, that is why. And I apologize. (laughs) So thank you for bearing with us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Our latest episodes are on SoundCloud. Please subscribe, like, share, follow, download, comment. Tell your fellow wrestling fans. You can follow us on Twitter at OTRT Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can email us at ontheroadtopodcast at gmail.com. Am I forgetting anything? No, I think that's it. Okay, good, because my throat is dying right now, (laughs) and I need to go drink a lot of water. So, anyways, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the road to... Stomping Grounds. Oh. Oh. Oh.